You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We don't need a name. We're a team. Your, your name is Team. You're on a tight leash too, bro. Wayne Haskins. Mr. Glass Carson Wentz and his offense. Prime time. Bam. Yeah, I love your optimism. I had to get a tall boy for the event. The New York football giants. Deep sleep. Deep, bro. Deep. Al Michaels is showing up to work. Nate Solder, get your ass in the building. <laughs> Dude, you should see B. Wills' face right now. He's so giddy. Appreciate being a part of your show, guys. Yes, sir. That was as great as I thought it could be. <laughs> Tampa Bay was shocked, including Mike Evans. And welcome all to week 11 of the NFC East Feast. Of course, we're going to talk about the football team and the Buccaneers, but tonight's going to be a little different, guys. My partner in crime, Mr. George Van Riper, is dealing with some personal issues. So I know as much as he'd like to be here and gloat about his huge football team victory, we've got our resident Vegas sharp, Mr. Jeff Ludlow, stepping in. Jay Ludd, thank you so much for, uh, for stepping in for George. Yeah, yeah, I really uh, I enjoy doing it, man. I, I appreciate you having me on this week, and um, I'm ready to talk football. And we also have a special guest producer. George is normally our producer, but um, our partner on our other podcast, Born Again Daily, Aaron Nardelli, will also be chiming in. What's up, Deli? Yo, 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 yo. So it's good to have the boys in. Um, it's week 11, guys. I got to be honest. Going forward, I don't think I can rhyme anymore. Today I did uh, Evans in 11. Weeks 12, 13, 14. It's going to be too hard. So I- I've given it my best. But um, back to football. And I want to start where I-, where I started off in the intro. And it's perfect that you're here today, Luds, because not only do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers play um, an NFC East opponent on Monday Night Football coming up, they just got upset by an NFC East opponent. So I want to start right off with you, Mr. Lud, though. How do you feel after the football team defeated your Super Bowl champion Buccaneers, uh, well, you notice in the NFL this year, every every team's been um, been upset. Look at the Buffalo Bills; they got beat. Uh, I understand? Dallas, same situation a week or two ago before. Correct. You know, um, I think it was just one of those games, man. What what started for me was the very very first play of the game. You have a penalty on the Bucks immediately. OJ Howard jumping off sides. You're coming off bye week in the first planned play you're going to run. You're already off sides. Like I knew at that point already. I was like, oh, man, we just we're not going to have it today. You know, and that was the first play of the game. So, uh, right. It's, I think it's, uh, I mean, everybody like said, man, go, go ahead. I'm, I apologize. No, you're good. Like you said, man, um, it's not it's, it's such a crazy year in upsets. One thing that's crazy about the Bucks, though, is. They lost a game before their bye week to the Saints. And if all of you remember last year, after the Tampa Bay Buccaneers bye week, I believe they went 7 or 8 0, and they didn't lose a game. You know, and they obviously won the Super Bowl. So a little bit shocking that they lost coming out of a bye, but they're still banged up. Um, Gronk is still hurt. Um, we're going to talk about your boy Antonio Brown coming up a little bit. He obviously missed this game. But um, I mean, let's talk a little about, uh, um, about you know, Washington football winning this game because it wasn't just the Bucs losing. And, guys, right. I just want to say, if, t- if Taylor Heineke played against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for every week of his career, he would be, be the Hall of Famer. Hall of, Hall of, first ballot, 
Hall of Fame dude. And our yeah. boy Heineke was out there slinging, bro. 26 of 32 for 256. Turnover free football. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the crazy stat that I saw is the football team ended this game on a 13 play drive, I believe. That oh, took. like 10 minutes. That's what I was going to say. That's exactly hey, what I was going to say. Like 10 minutes, some drive, 13 plays, bro. They couldn't stop the third down. Like it, it, it was, it was, I was watching it, bro. It's heartbreaking. I'm not even a Bucks fan. I'm like, God, where are you? Come on, bro. Are you? God. They made Heineke was just, man. I mean, he, he played under pressure, bro. He was clutch. But yes, dude, taking 10 minutes off the clock. I mean, my Cowboys know this better than anyone back to week one. If you leave Brady any time, you know, he's going to kill you. So so good for the football team. They, they struggled to run the ball. I mean, uh, Antonio Gibson only had 24 carries for 64, but he got in the end zone twice. And I give them credit, although they weren't getting a lot of yards per pop, they stuck to the running game and kept the Buccaneers honest. And they got timely turnovers. Um, one I of, think uh, Brady's in I think that could be a little key to uh, success against the Bucks because everyone just assumes you're not going to be able to run the ball against them. So I feel like a lot of teams give up on the run, and and the Bucks control the clock most of these games. Mm-hmm. I think with Washington even struggling, still continuing to run the rock, um, you know, they get some first downs, uh, drain the clock, keep Brady off the field. Um, and, you know, let's be honest, the, the Bucks offense looked pathetic. I think I think it was the worst game I've seen them play in a long time. But, yes, um, um, something uh, I credit saw, to Washington though. Credit to Washington for yeah, sure. That's what I was going to say. It's got to be credit to Washington. There's a guy who comes on the herd. His name is Greg Cosell. He has a show on the NF um, ESPN called uh, the NFL Matchup Show. Guys, if you guys like the X's and O's of football, like our boy CT Hamilton, this guy breaks down film like nobody's business. And a point best, that he made best in the business, I think. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, he had made a point today. Um, talking about how I guess the majority of the year the football team has ran cover one covers, which is pretty much man coverage with a deep safety over the top. Apparently, against the Buccaneers, um, defensive coordin- their defensive coordinator, uh, Jack Del Rio, was mixing up a lot of zones. So I believe that Brady maybe wasn't, although he's a veteran and the best of all time, I don't think he was ready for the looks that the football team defense was showing. And because they were playing a lot of cover two, cover three, and mixing it up, that was probably why um, Brady threw a couple interceptions, although one of them was kind of a freak-tipped t- interception. Yeah. So, so kudos uh, to the football team for, um, for playing by far their best game of the season. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think Washington having that bye week as well really helped them, you know, have that extra Correct. week to prepare. Um, I wish the Bucks would have came out the same way. But, hey, it is what it is. We're moving on to week 11. So I know. And the rest of your guys' schedule, man, you guys got um, the Colts, the Falcons, the Bills, the Saints, the Panthers, the Jets, and the Panthers. So, you know, you guys should be Winnable, fine. man. Yeah, yeah, winnable games. I think the Bills is going to be one of the best games, uh, you know. I know, but Bills struggle, man, sometimes. Bills sometimes are on fire, and sometimes, man, they just they just can't score. It's crazy. Well, um, their their defense their is gets, strong. Yeah. Their offense yeah. gets a little anemic. Yeah, they're very, very strong against the run. And who knows, that, that Bills-Bucks game could be a preview of this year's Super Bowl in Los Angeles. So we'll look forward to that. It really yeah. could, man. I think those are two of the favorites, you know, towards the top. I, I like that matchup, though, if that is the case. Absolutely. No, that would, that would, be, yeah. that would be great for, for all, all football fans out there. So, But we will look for um, the football team to maybe continue their winning ways um, this week. I'm excited to uh, watch them play the Panthers, and um, we will see if the Bucks can get back on track, like I said, against another NFC East opponent. They'll play the, uh, the New York football Giants on Monday night. So we'll, we'll look forward to that game in just a little bit. But let's continue with our Week 10 recap. And I want to start, um, excuse me, continue with how about them Cowboys? 
40. My dog. Three, two, was... three. Come on, man. George ain't here to, to distinguish my fire, so I'm on. I'm heat, baby. Let's go. I mean, last last week, obviously getting our ass whipped by Denver. Maybe that's what we needed, man. I'm not sure. Maybe we folded um, to help out some lines in Vegas, but man, everything was working for my Dallas Cowboys in this game. Dak Prescott was back to playing at his MVP level, 24-31 passing, 296, two touchdowns, and even ran the ball in one time. The only bad thing that happened to Dak all day is C.D. Lamb headbutted him as C.D. had a helmet on, and um, he gave Dak a little bit of a shiner, but uh, Dak will be okay. He's a tough guy. Uh, but, man, everything was going right in this game for the Cowboys. Um, we didn't really have to run the ball too much, but uh, Pollard and Zeke both had uh, 40 yards rushing. Zeke got in the end zone twice, also had a two-point conversion. And um, this was a C.D. Lamb game. He had 94 yards and two touchdowns. So that connection with him and Dak was was lethal. But let's talk about our cow, uh, my Cowboys defense. I was so happy at the end of the game to see Mike McCarthy give Dan Quinn the game ball. Because, of course, Dan Quinn was fired by the Falcons last year. So to see him get a little bit of revenge against his former club um, was awesome. And our defense was... Uh, was doing what they do. Our defense plays much better when we have a lead. When we get down like we did with the Broncos, you can start running on us, kind of enforcing your will on what might be considered a soft front seven. But even without Randy Gregory, our best pass rusher, um, we had three interceptions, guys, of Matt Ryan by our top three cornerbacks. Trayvon Diggs got his NFL-leading eighth interception. And Anthony is the best. Anthony Brown and Jordan Lewis also had interceptions in this game. Um, Dorrance Armstrong, one of our defensive ends, had his first sack of the season. He also blocked a punt that Nashawn Wright recovered in the end zone. So it was good to see our defense slash special teams get a touchdown. But just nothing but high praises for me. But, of course, I'm a little bit of a homer. Luds, Dilly, what were your takeaways from this game? Uh, hold on. First of all, I want to ask you, what is the record of most interceptions in the season? Is it 14? I think it's 14. Oh, good question. Good, good I think qu- it I'll is 14. I think it is. Dude, I don't know. You talked last week about it, about how, you know, you thought this division might tighten up. And I was talking, you know, to my dad about it. Like, you know, because I know my dad listens to your guys' um, pod all the time. Shout out to Jim Nardelli. Yep, loves him. And then, um, you know, I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. I know Brian's kind of down after they lost to the Broncos. But I think Dallas is just going to burn this division, bro. I just think that, you know, it's not going to be – might be tight. You know, maybe one of these teams can squeak in as a wild card, bro. But as far as winning the division, Dallas is – burning them, bro. There's a smoke, everybody. You know, it's going to be... And I and I know we're talking about it down in the pod, bro, but watch. The Chiefs are in trouble, but go ahead. Uh, Dilly, you were absolutely right, too. Good call. 14 interceptions yeah. by Night Train Lane of the Los Angeles yeah. Rams in 1952. Yeah. So, That's crazy. you never know. Trayvon Diggs could be challenging for an NFL record. He's, he's off to a hell of a start. Yeah. How about them Cowboys? Woo! Yeah. Um, just impressive. A very impressive win. I, I picked this game wrong. I, I took Atlanta plus eight and a half. I just thought Atlanta was playing better. Thought it be a little closer, and uh, they proved well, me George, wrong. Well, George uh, picked the Falcons to win outright, so, you know, there you go. <laughs> yeah, can't get worse than that. Uh, but what really impressed me with the Cowboys, fourth down efficiency, mm. three for three. You have very, to be able impressive. to get those clutch fourth down plays to keep the to keep the drive going. Um 37, almost 38 minutes controlled the clock to their 22 minutes. That means they ran the ball well. Um, Like I said, they were 6 for 14 on third down efficiency. That could be a little better, 
you know, but f- about fifty percent, so a little under fifty percent. So not not if terrible. You're, if if you're getting fifty percent th- third down, you know, you're you're pretty yeah. much yeah, having you're a there. pretty steady game. Yeah, you're there. Yeah, and uh, I yeah. think I think they could be even better than that though, with the way they've been running the ball. Um, but no, I'm just giving little critiques about the Cowboys. They played very well. It was a big win. Um, they looked very good. I still think we're, they're the most lethal offense in the NFL right now. I keep saying it. I mean, they can beat you more than one way. Um, it's just, and, it's just got to feel good to see like your team, bro. Because you know or what happened dude, last year. You know, right? The, the, the play yeah. the way they're playing, the way Trayvon Diggs is playing. My God, elite. The guy they're is they're beating uh, teams that they're supposed to be beating, bro. And they're and, like, and not uh, only beating them, but they're kicking their ass. After is, you know, <laughs> after week one, you know, B was really high on on Diggs the way he shut Evans down. I'm like, ah, it's I'm like it's one game, you know, a few games yeah, go by, and it's like, my gosh, man. But no, very impressive. Um, I know we can't drag on talking about these games all night, but I am impressed with the Cowboys, and um, I hope like they you, keep it going, to be honest. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep it going on this. You said um, the Cowboys' offense one of the most lethal in the NFL. Will the stats back you up? The, the Dallas Cowboys lead the NFL with 31.6 points per game. Mm-hmm. So they're going to score points. So, I mean, if there's only one way to beat this team, you're going to have to outscore them, or you can just do what Denver did and step on their throat from the beginning. But yeah. you're going to have to put it's, up points to win. And it's nice to see the Cowboys keep getting turnovers. Three turnovers, you know. So Very, yeah. very impressive. Very impressive Let's, on both sides of the ball. Yeah. To another game who uh, who got a turnover. Um, it was a big turnover, and this was a play by a big play Darius Slay, and that helped the Philadelphia Eagles go into Mile High Stadium and kind of dominate the Denver Broncos. This is a game that that you called Luds, mm-hmm. um, but it, and it was way more than just the scoop and score by Darius Slay. It was a it was an awesome ADR touchdown, Delhi. We were actually um, together over at Friends Given watching this game. Yeah. But the Eagles just dominated, and uh, I knew that was going to happen, bro. The Broncos came off that high win without Von Miller. They're right, you know, their their emotions were going. Oh, we don't got Von, and they proved themselves. We don't need Von Miller. I'm like, dude, that's that that all that adrenaline is going to go away, and Philly's going to wax them. But yeah, see, I don't eat- think uh, I don't think Denver is a bad team. No, they're average. Not. Um, I think they're a little above average. I'm gonna I'm a, not not good, not good, but I think they're a little above average. I think their defense can be strong. Uh, it did get. I wasn't. I was impressed with the Eagles that game as well. The East is looking up, you know. Yeah, dude, that was crazy, guys. Think about the NFC East. All four teams. Not only do we dominate, go three and zero this this week. The New York Giants had a bye week. They won their last game going into the bye. So all four ga- all four teams in the East are coming off of a W. So I don't know. Maybe we should change the name of the podcast to the NFC East Beasts because we are looking strong right now, baby. <laughs> I'm upstairs. Yeah, let's it's, go. It's, 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 it's still three and six, though. So. Yeah, 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 let's, uh, let's, let's calm down just a little uh, bit. I, I like what you said last week, B, about, um, you know, just being a fan of the East now. You know, yeah. not not being so biased with the Cowboys. I, I like how you you kind of open your your eyes to the actual division, and you kind of respect a lot. You know, oh, dude, you, you, you're, it, Dilly, it makes, we're rooting for the Eagles. It yeah. makes your team look better too when other teams in that division are good. Right, you're winning a very good division rather than a mediocre division, which they kind of are still right now. But they have had some big wins, so it's impressive. Right, it's impressive. no, yeah, like it's a lot. Like if you win the NFC West and you're the Cardinals and you're you're getting wins over you know the 49ers right. and the Rams and the Seahawks, it looks really good. But right. now maybe the East is getting a little bit of clout, and they deserve it. And somebody else deserves clout is a guy who I kind of clowned on, Nick Sirianni. 
Over the past four games, guys, the Eagles have ran the ball an average of 41.7 times a game. And, like, that was our critique of him. Like, why aren't you running the football? There's another stat I saw. The Eagles have posted a 68% neutral rush rate in the past three weeks. Not exactly sure what neutral rush rate means, but I thought it was kind of cute, and I wanted to share it. So, I mean, pretty much it just means the Eagles are pounding the rock. Um, In this game, again, they used um, the RBBC running back by committee. We had uh, Jordan Howard. 12 carries for 83. Boston Scott, 11 totes for 81. Jalen Hurst contributed 55 rushing yards of his own. And Miles Sanders was just activated off of IR. So they've got a bunch of healthy bodies in that backfield. That's um, what I say. Uh, that's a lot different because I gave him a lot of criticism too this when it came to the season, especially all that crap that um, happened you know, last year with him and all that stuff. All the, the shenanigans that happened in the yeah, 17. Yeah, like this dude, you know, but – yeah, I mean, I I thought I thought Philly. I even predicted that Philly was going to be a dumpster fire this year because he's going to he was going to mess that whole thing right. up. But it's proving me wrong. They, they're looking they're looking much better now, man, and they're yeah. they're, in, they're in second place in this division. Um, something really cool I saw in this game, um, Lutz. I know you've got this guy on your fantasy team, uh, Devontae Smith. Mm-hmm. Over the past two games, Devontae Smith has nine catches for 182 yards and three touchdowns. So he's really starting to pick it up. I think he's starting to figure out the NFL game. Mm-hmm. His his first touchdown he has what was a thing beauty Jalen Hurts kind of threw up a 50-50 ball yeah. and a little side note on that that was Patrick Sertan that he mossed on that play yeah now not only were they teammates at the University of Alabama last year winning the national championship um, Patrick Sertan was drafted number nine by Denver Devontae Smith drafted number 10 by Philadelphia so they were literally drafted minutes apart yeah. and then when they finally got to face each other on a Sunday Devontae got the best of them with two touchdowns De- Devontae Smith such a good person too uh, kid. You want to see a great Heisman speech? Go YouTube him and watch his Heisman yeah. speech. That guy's so humble. I love that guy. He works hard. He, the knock on him was he was just small. Skinny, bro, his, small his, frame. Bro, his, his legs look like mine. He has, yeah. has yeah. B-Will's calves. Yeah. He's like Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> uh, you know, he's, <laughs> he's taller than Deshaun, but he's like that thin frame, you know? And, uh, yeah, dude, yeah, he's like, what, he six, runs, one, a buck sixty? Yeah, he's a thin he guy. He runs great routes. Um, he knows, he knows how to get open. <laughs> the razor blade. Yeah, the Eagles. The Eagles overall has just been kind of a question mark all year. I mean, every week's it's like, man, what are you going to get this week out of them? But I feel like the last couple of weeks they've looked better. Um, you know, they they're playing New Orleans this week, so that's that's going to be an interesting game. We'll, we'll get into that. You know, a let's later. get into it right now. Unless yeah. you guys get anything anything else on on the Eagles and the Broncos, I say I say we stay in Philly because yeah, that's, I mean, that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. I think Jalen Hurts is doing. Pretty good. Think about it, dude. Jalen Jay, 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 Hurts is um, 13 touchdowns, um, five five intos, and a 91.9 passer rating. They have Lamar Jackson as the MVP, and he's like 14, 8, and 94. You know what I mean? So, obviously, obviously the dude's not far behind, bro. He might even be questionable having a better year. You know what I mean? So, I think Philly is going to be – if anyone's going to have any chance of catching Dallas, it would be Philly, but I don't think it's going to happen. But you know, I think so. I yeah, you. you know. So, we shall we uh, shall see. Um, something as we as we get into the Saints game. Uh, something I've noticed with Hertz. I said last week that I, I noticed recently that they've been putting him under center. But now yeah. this past week, there was almost our, all back to RPO stuff. But they continue to run the football. So I think that they're doing. They're maybe he's maturing a little bit. They're giving him multiple looks in the offense. But whatever they're doing, 
you know, Jalen Jalen's playing efficient. Again, he didn't yeah. set the world on fire against Denver passing, but he was 16 for 23. So so he's he's finding the open receiver. He's not making the mistakes, and the running game is playing well, and the defense is making plays. As I said, that Darius Slay ADR touchdown, that'll win you a ball game. Yep, and he's not making a lot of turnovers either, which is huge for them too, you know what I mean? So Yes. Well, Lutz, as we get into these Week 11 picks, instead of obviously bringing you on at the end as we normally do, right. how about we shoot with you as we go? So how about we like start it. off? Yeah. How about, okay, we've got the Saints going into Philly. What's your pick here? What's the spread? Well, let's start with my record. Before, you know, we could do it as we go, but i gotta, I got to bring my up. record up. Yeah. Bring up your record! <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Give them the stats, bro. <laughs> Still yeah, a winning uh, record. 18 and 16. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, I could be better. Eighteen and sixteen overall, uh, four and three now in the upset parlay. But let's be honest, you gave me a break the week before with Rogers, the whole Rogers deal. But the, um, I've been looking at these spreads the last two weeks, man, and I'm not talking like you're picking plus points. Like you're picking the overall winner upset, and it's been yeah, tough, man. There really, there really hasn't been that many games that have stood out. Like man, that could be an upset. So it's been a little tough on me the last couple of weeks. Even this week's kind of hard. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'll get into this week's pick. Uh, New Orleans at Philly. You know, I was debating this pick up to about, you know, a few hours ago uh, when I read that Kamara did not practice today. So he had a limited practice in yesterday. Um, and I guess his knee did not res- or his ankle. His ankle did not respond well. Uh, didn't practice today. I was leaning New Orleans in this game. Um, their defense has played pretty well. You're getting Kamara back, but now it's not looking good. So I am going to switch my pick, man. Um, I'm going Philly minus two, and I'm taking Philly 24-21 in this game. Philly Uh, 24-21. Okay, so you're going to swallow the points with Philly, but a big part of that you're saying is probably because um, Alvin Kamara is out of this game. It's not for sure, but not looking good. So um, I just thought Kamara is a big part of their offense. Oh yeah, but they did. Um, they went into Tennessee last week and they only lost by two points in Nashville. And we know Tennessee's, you know, one of the right. best teams in football right now. So yeah. The Saints can can win without him, but it's certainly going to be difficult. S- Simeon, um, Simeon's Trevor actually played Sim- pretty well. Simeon he didn't play too bad. Simeon's been pretty good. Yeah, Trevor Simeon, yeah. <laughs> the old Bronco. He's been he's yeah. been he's he's been okay, and they have. A great defense, man. I love um, their one of their defensive line. They've got a couple really good pass rushers. Um, the kid out of um, a small school, I believe his last name is Davenport. He's he's been a monster for them. Demario Davis is one of the better linebackers in football. They got Malcolm Jenkins, um, one of a veteran presence at safety, and uh, Lattimore, one of their corners. Um, he's he's locked down. So I'll assume that Lattimore is probably going to be following around the rookie Devonte Smith. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to be also on the on the backfield again. Uh, Jordan Howard. Um, Jalen Hurts' legs, Boston Scott. If the Eagles can establish the run as they've been doing, it's probably going right. to be another 30, right. 35, maybe 40 carries. And I think it's going to be enough. I think whether Kamara plays or not, I think the Eagles are going to be pumped up coming back home. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, right on par with your pick, I'll say Eagles 21, Saints 20. How are you feeling about this one, Dilly? I don't know, man, because Mark Ingram's been doing – Pretty good, you know what I mean. He's a little know. rejuvenized. Yeah, back yeah, to you know what I mean. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't. 
like that. That's a Philly good point. Has. That's a good point, Deli. He, yeah, he has and, looked good. He's looked good. And, and Philly playing back to back games like that, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, it's tough. I, you know, would like for Philly to win, but I don't know, man. I think the Saints are gonna. I think the Saints are gonna take Saints this are one. Pull it off. I think. Yeah, I think it's gonna be twenty one seventeen Saints, man. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the lone wolf. The lone wolf. I know where that's from, Luz. Yeah. Michael, Michael Irvin. That's your boy, Michael Irvin, on the Cowboys last year. Yeah, yeah. The lone wolf. I mean, I, well, Del- you know. Delhi's got the Saints in an upset. And Del- that's not a big upset. Obviously, no, they, it's not he a has big upset. a two point yeah. spread. So they're no. telling you if this game was on a neutral field, the Saints would probably actually be, you know, a favor. This would be a pick em. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yes. and Delhi, like I said, up to a few hours ago, I had the Saints. Cover. Yeah. I had the Saints win in this game, but uh, yeah, it just you know. scares me, man. I think Philly's offense is really starting to click. I think they they're are. starting I mean, to figure yeah. it out, you know. And like B's point, Sirianni's running the ball more than any team in the league now. Yeah, and <laughs> look what they're doing. So they, you know what? I think I think Nick Sirianni, he dropped the paper and the scissors, and he's just all rock now, baby. We just pound the rock. And maybe fit. maybe he's listening to our show. I mean, you yeah. never know. He's ever listened to us, or he's listening to Sandra Bullock on the blind side. But they're running the football. But I think the Saints, the Saints defense travels. Championship defenses travel well, and I think the Saints have a championship level defense. So I think they show up, hold the Eagles to you know twenty, maybe twenty four points, like you said, Luds. But I don't think it'll be enough. And yeah, I think that the, this will be a close game. And. and uh, Luds and I are on the Eagles Delhi. I like the upset with the Saints, though. So I will, we will be intrigued to, uh, to watch that matchup, as I will be intrigued to watch America's Game of the Week. We've got the Chiefs and the Cowboys. 430, yeah. Fox, Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, Tequila in the broadcast booth. <laughs> Let's go, dude. I, we got the Chiefs, Luds, as, as favorites in this game. I understand they're at home. That's a tough place to play, but w- what are you feeling? Another slap in the face. Get him. Kansas City, up to last week, has not looked good. Um, Arrowhead's a very tough place to play. They looked better last week. Um, probably because it's an Arrowhead, I think that's why Vegas has them favored this week. Yeah, um, oh, definitely. Cowboys just looked so good last week. I, oh, I yeah. think um, they do need to get some pressure on Mahomes. That O-line hasn't played too well, so I think if they can get some pressure on them... Um, Contain them. You know, Chiefs are going to score points. But Diggs is playing out of his mind. Um, Give me Dallas plus two and a half. Take me the Cowboys 31-30. And a a nail-biter. Shootout. Yeah, this this is going to be a great game. And I'm so excited that this is uh, the 4.30 primetime game. And we'll all be glued to the TV. And I'm feeling that as well, Luds. Um, I gave you guys a stat earlier about how the Cowboys lead the NFL in points per game. Another stat that the Vegas Sharps love is the Cowboys also lead the NFL in yards per play. They average 6.3 yards per play. Yeah. Now, I've said Impressive. before on the pod, I'm not very good at math, but you will you don't even get to third down when you're getting six yards <laughs> of play. Correct. So whether yeah. that's pounding the rock with Zeke and Pollard, you know they're usually getting four or five on first down. We're not putting our, our, our offense in a position to, to uh, have our backs against yeah. the wall. Uh, before before Delhi gets into his, his – um, you know his pick on this game. I did want to ask: yeah. Is Mahomes still still leading the league in, in interceptions? I do not know that. I will look that up as Delhi as he Delhi, was uh, up to last week. And um, I just think Diggs, the way he's playing and the way Mahomes is turning that ball over, I think the Cowboys could come up with a few turnovers like they have been. And, oh um, yeah, it's it's going to be a fun game to watch. I, I yeah. So go ahead, Delhi. Uh, I mean, obviously, anyone who ever has home field advantage in the game this big. Obviously, has you know. 
has an advantage, but I'm just not sold on Kansas City's defense yet. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I feel like I don't know, man. I feel like Dak's gonna come out hot. I feel like it's gonna be, I feel like it's gonna be, like first half is coming out, bro. I think Dallas is gonna take like 14 nothing. I think I think I think they're gonna come out hot. You know, I think um, Kansas City will eventually squeak their way back in, but I don't think I think once Dallas takes the lead, Kansas City ain't getting it back. And I think that it's gonna be. Right around you guys said, I know, I'm going to say 31, like, it's going to be like a 31-28 game, but it's just not going to, I don't think um, Kansas City is going to have enough, you know, I guess, I don't know, oomph to get back in the game. I hear you. Dallas takes the lead, so I'm going Dallas, yeah. Lutz, uh, Mahomes no longer leads the NFL in receptions. Uh, Joe Burrow and Sam Darnold are at 11. Mahomes wow. is at 10. So he's right there, though. Yeah. So um, and it's kind of crazy. Is, Sam which Darnold is, uh, hasn't played in a couple weeks. So. Yeah, which is surprising for Mahomes. You know, you're talking about one of the elite quarterbacks in the Uncharacteristic. league. Uncharacteristic. Yeah. Um, man, but Joe, Burrow, Joe Burrow's year, got 11 you know I mean? picks. 11 picks, wow. man. Yeah. Wow. The I Bengals didn't know that. started off hot. They're, they have, they have uh, come back down to earth the past few weeks. But as far as Mahomes, I think a lot of people are kind of looking at last Sunday night's ass whipping of the uh, Vegas Raiders as like yeah. the resurgence of the Kansas City Chiefs. Now their defense has played much better these past couple weeks. Steve Spagnuolo, their defensive coordinator, I talked about the football team changing up their schemes a little bit. They have also changed up their schemes. They're mixing in a little bit more zone and man coverage. I think that's helping out the Honey Badger and letting Chris Jones and Frank Clark, a couple monsters on that defensive line, really get after the quarterback. But our O-line in Dallas has been playing good, dude. And I think Tyron Smith is going to be back in this game. So I think the Cowboys can establish a good running game. And I think... Like you said, Deli, the Cowboys will get up early in this game, and that's their secret sauce. If yep. we can get up early, we can force a turnover or two. And that yep. is is why, I, of course, I'm going to pick my Cowboys. I'm going to go a little bit homer here, guys. I think the Cowboys actually win this game handedly. I got the Cowboys at the same score as you, similar, 31. Chiefs, 23. So, I mean, yeah. eight points isn't handedly, but but um, not not down to the to the end of, of the game. I think the Cowboys have a touchdown lead all throughout the fourth quarter. In Kansas yeah, City, huh? I think I think I think I'm I'm on part of you. In Kansas City, I think I mean, that Kansas City's I, been it's impressive, man. Yes, that's, that's a, it's and a very tough road. place to play. Yes, that might be the eye opener for America. A lot of people might just be like, "Oh, the Cowboys are beating up on the East." I think this might be the game where everyone kind of says, "Oh, wow." This might be a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a comfortable yeah. score. It's not too bold. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm intrigued to see if uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire will be back in this game, more particular for my fantasy outlook. But um, Daryl Williams has been playing very good. Did you guys see Daryl Williams absolutely moss the defender last week? That's a running back making that catch for it. It was very impressive. I didn't see it. I know. Dude, no, you guys got to look it up. Daryl Williams is the backup. Well, now the starting running back for the Chiefs. Mahomes just throws up a prayer, and somehow the running back comes down with it. So if you watch Monday Night Football, um, he was on You Got Moss, and, and he definitely deserved it. Uh, wow. I'm interested to see if my boy Diggs follows Tyreek Hill because Diggs, although he does get picks, he gets burnt. And I am scared yeah. if, it's, if it's Cheetah and Trayvon matched up one-on-one. I could see Trayvon going deep on him, excuse me, uh, Cheetah going deep on him, and Kelsey is going to be a matchup nightmare. But we do have some linebackers that can run. Van Der Esch has speed. Um, of course, my boy Micah Parsons has speed. And Keanu Neal used to be a safety. So I'd like to see Keanu Neal maybe use a little bit of those safety skills. 
But Micah Parsons had another sack last week. He led the, he led the team in tackles. This kid is a surefire um, NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. He might even make a Pro Bowl. So I hope that Micah and the, and the defense can step up. And maybe a Jordan Lewis or an Anthony Brown can chip in with another interception. But, yeah, I think this is going to be a good game. The, the boys got um, you know a real close three or four-point game. I got the Cowboys by eight points. But let's go. I'm, I'm very excited I like that, for America. Man. I, it definitely can happen. It's not like, no, no one's yeah. going to be like, oh, no. That's we're, we're, all, uh, we're all on the same page here, man. We're all taking yeah. the Cowboys. So We're all on the yeah. boys. Uh, yeah. Let's see if we're all on the football team. Because <laughs> uh, this uh, I'm going to call the this. The boys club. Let's talk about the boys club. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call this um, the Ron Rivera Bowl. I think it's so crazy, guys, that Cam Newton, of course, gets released by the Patriots at the beginning of the year, doesn't have a team for half the season, but of course Sam Darnold gets hurt. They bring him back home to Carolina. On his first two offensive touches last week, he runs a touchdown in, then throws a touchdown in. It sounds like he's going to get the start this week, and it's so crazy that he's going to be going up against his former coach in Ron Rivera. Now, Lutz, we'll start with you. The Panthers are at home, and they are favored. How much? Is it three or three and a half? Three and a half right now. Okay. Where are you going? I think this game's going to be a snooze fest, dude. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think Washington's going to be twenty nine up like they did against the Bucks. Carolina's defense nah. has played a lot better than the Bucks' defense has as of late. Correct. Uh, yeah, I think it's a low scoring game. Uh, I think it's really cool Rivera going back to Carolina and Cam Newton getting the start. Yes. Um, let's think about this too. It's Carolina. Uh, it's um, Cam Newton hasn't been there more than what he's been there a week. Yeah. New offense. Um, I don't think they're going to score a ton of points, and uh, I don't think Washington's going to score a ton of points. I am taking Carolina 21-17. I am going to take minus three and a half. I'm going to take the Panthers at home this game, boys. Okay, let's just swallow on the points. Deli, how do you think this one's going to go? <sighs> Man, I'm just not – I like Cam Newton, so I don't get you guys wrong. But, you know, I do like Cam Newton, but I just – you know, all the times, you know, how he said he's back or this and that, and he's just I'm back. not – it's like, boy, wait, wait, you play like four downs, relax, bro, yeah. down, bro. <laughs> You know, it's like, stop it, dude. But um, I don't know, man. I feel like that it's going to be a snooze fest. I feel like that um, late in the game is when they're going to start scoring. Cam might run for a touchdown, maybe, maybe two touchdowns. You know, yeah, he's, I mean? dude, he's ran for like seventy yeah. touchdowns in his career. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, so you know, he'll, he, you know, he, I mean, I would guarantee he would run for at least one touchdown. Um, I do think it's going to be a boring game, but I do think Carolina is going to win this game, and I think because of, of that, it's going to be like a 24-14 game. 24-14? All right, yeah. so the boys and are yeah. on the Panthers. Yeah. Um, and I, I respect that, guys, because as you said, Ludge, the Panthers' defense, although they're not nearly as good as they played the first month of the season when right. they were the best defense in football, they're still certainly an above-average defense. I love Brian Burns, their second-year player out of Florida State, one of the elite pass rushers in this league. Mm. They also have Derek Brown, um, a, a great defensive tackle, a real run stuffer in the middle. Shaq Thompson, um, a fantastic Pro Bowl-level linebacker they have. Jeremy Chin, uh, one of my favorite safeties in the league. He comes up, makes some pretty dirty tackles in the box, and also can play some center field for you as well. So Panthers defense is big time. So Heineke, you're going to have to pretend like you're playing the Bucks yeah. and put on, the, <laughs> and, um... put on your best Tampa Bay performance. I'm curious to see if... They will stick to the run as much as they did against the Bucks. Mm-hmm. 
I think that the Panthers, uh, they're going to have to utilize DJ Moore. DJ Moore started off very good this year, but as Sam Darnold struggled, DJ Moore came crashing back down to earth. So I want to see if Cam Newton can develop some chemistry with DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. But Christian McCaffrey is healthy, guys. And it was, you know, when Christian McCaffrey's healthy, he is as good as a weapon that comes in this league. Yeah. So, um, and the Washington football team, guys, something we didn't talk about um, in our Week 10 recap Chase Young tore his ACL in that game. Yeah. Chase Young is yeah. out. Montez yeah. Sweat Failed to is that. still out with a broken jaw. So without their best two uh, pass rushers, the football team can still generate a pass rush with with, uh, with John Allen, with Ioannidis, with Deron Payne. they still got some pretty nasty interior defensive linemen. And I'm expecting a heroic football team effort for Coach Rivera in this. I think Coach Rivera rallies his troops and with some momentum coming off of that Buccaneers win, I've got the football team. Shout out to GVR. We miss you, bud. I got the football team going into Carolina, stealing a win, 23-20, to 20, Washington. Ooh. Lone Wolf on the football team. Let's go. <laughs> it's, yeah. This year's crazy. Like You can't say it's like, you know what I mean? Anything can happen this year. So like any any prediction. It's like, funny. Is not, yeah. It's, yeah. I was complaining about the upset parlay the last couple of weeks. I haven't seen a lot of games that I really trust, uh, you know, believe in. And there's been so many upsets yeah. the last yeah. two weeks. You, I'm like, holy you just shit. You got to pick man. the right one, man. It, yeah. It's kind of yeah. a dartboard throw. Like, who picked Miami to beat Baltimore last Thursday? Like, that was insane. Yeah. Like, it who is. knows? Maybe Atlanta will beat the Patriots tonight. Like, this is... It's just that kind yeah. of league, man. So yeah. maybe the upset partly will turn into more of a dartboard throw. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, we'll stay tuned to see what that is yeah. at, the, at, at the end of uh, this pod. But we have to yeah. wrap up our Week 11 preview with Monday Night Football. And Luds, although I miss George, this is a perfect week to have you on the pod because not only, like I said, the Bucks were a, an opponent of the East last week, they're an opponent of the East this week. And they will host yeah. the New York Football Giants at Raymond James Stadium. Now, if you guys remember, these two teams matched up on Monday Night Football last year, mm-hmm. and the Giants gave them a hell of a run. They did. So the Giants, I think, match up pretty well with the Buccaneers. Before I get into my X's and O's, Luds, the Bucks are pretty big favorites. I want to say like 11 points in this game. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, I was actually really surprised. I was thinking maybe eight or nine. Uh, when I saw 11 on yeah. that game, I was like, man, they don't believe in the Giants. Holy shit. Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, it, it could be part of the reason it's a primetime Monday night game at home. I don't think Tom Brady's going to lose three straight games. Uh, I think the, I can't I think the Bucks happening. definitely win this yeah. game. I just don't see him winning by that much. Um, I think the Giants' defense is still pretty strong. Um, the way they that are. the Bucks' offense has been getting torched, I think Danny Dimes can throw it on us a little bit. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball much. Um, but I don't think the, I don't Saquon think Saquon is back. Yeah, Saquon is back. I, um, still, I don't think he makes too much of a difference this game, man. I really don't. Um, being away at, at Tampa, they Tampa's very good at home. Um, they played very well at mm-hmm. home. Yes, they are. Uh, I am going to take um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers 31-23, uh, but I am going to take the Giants plus 11. Giants plus 11. I, I, yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, I think th- I think the Bucks can get this win, but it's not going to be easy. It's certainly right. not going to be easy against Joe Judge and that and that and that uh, G-Men squad. Deli, what do you think about this one? Um, is Godwin back? They say he's limited, right? He, they, they still don't know. He, it's a game Godwin, this, Godwin's on. Like he's going to play. He played last week. He played last week too. So um, yeah, he should be yeah. playing. Yeah. Oh, he didn't. Okay, yeah, he's, okay. He's okay. banged up, but he'll be out. Yeah, there. he's banged. I know his ankle was all messed up or something. Yeah, he's been, he always Someone plays hurt. Someone who will not be out there. 
The Deli, let me interrupt Antonio you real quick. Brown. We'll yeah. be Antonio Brown with his fake vaccination card. Let's have some yeah. fun, boys. <laughs> AB got caught with a fake vax card. First of all, I don't sweat the technique. I don't hate yeah. the hustle at all. Are you but surprised? No, I'm not. With his checkered pass, no. though, man, I could see the NFL coming down a little bit hard on him. Yeah. And guys, the Bucks this year with without um, Antonio Brown are one and three. With Antonio Brown, he's so dangerous. Five though. and zero. Oh. He's, he's the Bucks been, he's haven't been lost so good. A, yeah, they haven't lost a football game when he's in the lineup. He's certainly not going to be in the lineup this week. Maybe not for the rest of the year. But AB is out with the fake Vax card. Delhi Sire to interrupt. What's your prediction <laughs> no, for the good. game? I think I'm 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 on with you guys, man. I feel like um you know that the Bucks um you know especially after last week, I don't think Brady's losing three in a row, bro. Yeah, right. he, yeah. See how pissed he looked on the side. Oh, oh, oh my yeah. god, dude. And you know, and it and it's kind of. You know, you can even say it's not all, you know, his fault, but Brady has been, you know, hasn't helped out and you know, on the Bucks cause with, you know, some of these picks he's through and right. stuff like that. Yeah. You know, he's still he's yeah. still the goat. But anyways, Absolutely. I still think like it might be a rough win, but I think I think they'll squeak by and hopefully um, you know, I think it's gonna be but I think I think they're gonna put up some points. I think like it's gonna be like I think it's gonna be like um the you know, the um the, uh, the the Carolina game. I think that Bucks are still gonna win by like ten points, but I think that they're gonna score at the end and put it away. So I'm guess I'm gonna say thirty one twenty one Bucks. Thirty one twenty one. You're right yeah. there where I'm at. I'm I'm thirty one twenty three. So yeah, um, yeah. You guys, so, yeah. So yeah. The, the the Bucks aren't aren't gonna cover the spread, but uh, they they will win. I like they that. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go with the Bucks to win as well, but even even maybe a little bit of a tighter score. I yeah. like this Giants defense, man. Leonard mm-hmm. Williams and Olujari on that D line, they're nasty, bro. But now the Bucks offensive line, I respect them as well. Worst and those boys um, that, that's, that's a serious so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be you know a battle of wills in the trenches it'll be fun to watch that uh, but the, the defensive backs of the New York Giants are sneaky yeah. good Luds, mm-hmm. I know that you start Logan Ryan mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Logan Ryan yeah. I, I also love James Bradbury so I'll, I'll uh, be intrigued to see if Bradbury is going to be lining up on Godwin or right. Mike Evans right um, well, some somebody I think might uh, make a play in this game for the Bucks is going to be one of the others. Is it going to be a guy like Tyler Johnson? Mm-hmm. Maybe a Jalen Darden? I think one of these other guys in the Bucks is going to have to step up with a couple plays for them. I think this could be a strong Leonard Fournette game. To playoff, be honest I mean, with you, we're getting close to playoff uh, time. Playoff Lenny might have to come out. Fournette, uh, the last six weeks since he's really stepped in and been the starter, Fournette has been awesome, man. I mean, he's. He's running the rock very well. I like the way they're mixing it in. I think they can run a little more play action. Uh, they haven't ran as much play action as I'd like to see. Uh, so, I mean, get we have such talented receivers, man. Let's let's get these receivers going. And it's, let's get a good jump that, and start on this game. So, yeah, I man, it's just that that you know that defense sometimes, bro. With Sherman being on the IR now yeah. and stuff like that, it's dude. Catchy, it's man. Like, yeah, you know, we, uh, it's you know we do have uh, we do have yeah. Sean Murphy Bunting returning this week. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. A big okay. Uh, that's, for you. Yeah. that's gonna help. Um, and I know. I think Carlton Davis is still a couple weeks away, but sure. we got him coming back. And in let's be honest, he he's probably a top ten corner in the league. Uh, Carlton yeah. Davis is pretty locked down. He's he's been good. So it's gonna be good getting him back. But um, I think that I think that the Bucks get it done this week. There's no way Tom Brady. Yeah, loses I think they get it done. I, no way. I think uh, the the Fournette call was a really good one. Les. Something I yeah. forgot to mention. When we were talking about the uh, the game against Washington. Is 
although they didn't sack Brady, Washington was getting a lot of pressure on him, and Leonard Fournette ended up having eight catches last week. I believe yeah. that was a career high for him, so yeah. Brady was checking down to him a lot. And like I said, Leonard Williams and those, and those boys on the Giants' pass rush might be getting to Tom a little bit, so I could see Lenny maybe having some more success um, with a few checkdowns or yeah. some dump-offs. Good, good call on that, and I don't know if people know this. When, when Fournette had that good rookie, I think it was his rookie or sophomore year for the Jags, yeah. he had like 70 receptions. Uh, That's when they the went guy, all the way to the yeah, NFC Championship. The, the guy yeah. is a good got good hands. He's a good and, pass catcher. So, yeah, and that's Gronk good practiced. Point. Yeah, Gronk practiced. Gronk practiced. Yeah. So, I, I don't yeah. think they're going to rush him back. I think he could play, but they're I think they ba- him. they're probably going to yeah. they're going to baby him. But yeah, we could see. Um, we want him fresh for the playoffs. Know. We want him fresh. OJ Howard is is a big play guy. He's not too consistent. But the Bucks could always make America break again yeah. with camp. So you never know. <laughs> camp break's good, man. We yeah. we shall see um, if the Bucks tight ends step up. But yeah, I think the Giants' defense is going to play inspired football, and I think this is going to be a close game. I got the Bucks winning twenty-seven to twenty-three. So they're going to sweat it out, mm. but they will avoid their third straight loss, get back on track. But I think I, I think after this week, the Giants aren't going to be feeling sorry for themselves. I think that they play well, mm-hmm. and I think. Um, Saquon Barkley coming back, although he isn't as consistent as I'd like to see. Him and Devontae Booker, who played very well in his absence, could for, form a decent duo down the stretch. I think the Giants' running game will get better as Christmas approaches, but the Bucks have one of the best run defenses in the NFL. So this is not the week to start yeah. Saquon Barkley, guys. If you have Saquon Barkley to my fantasy guys, my advice is to keep him on the bench this week. Let him prove something to us before we throw him back into the lineup. Mm-hmm. All right, Luds, it's the moment we've all been waiting for. It's time for the upset parlay. Uh, I think Delhi's going to like this first one. Pittsburgh Woo-hoo! plus six. Pittsburgh plus six, baby, at the Los Over Angeles the Chargers. Chargers haven't you looked crazy? good. Chargers haven't looked good the last couple crazy? weeks. Are you crazy? No, no, I'm not. Is ben Big even ben? playing. Yeah. Ben, they don't even know if Ben's playing. Big Ben's going to play. Come on, playing. Have you seen 100%. your boy? Have you seen your boy Patty Fryermuth the last few weeks? <laughs> I like yeah, Pat Fryermuth. No, well, he did. I know. I know. I like him too, bro. I'm not going to talk shit. I do like Fryermuth. Uh, yeah. Give me Pittsburgh, baby. Give me Pittsburgh. Tomlin's winning, man. He's going in there. Uh, I also, Guys, if you don't know, um, our, our boy Deli, our producer for the night, is a Steelers fan. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Forgot Blocking to mention Big time. Huge Steelers fan, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I like Minnesota Vikings plus one and a half at home against okay. Green Bay Packers. Bring Ooh. divisional game. Minnesota had a nice upset last week. They're playing well. I think uh, it's not a primetime game, which is nice because Cousins plays like absolute shit in any kind of primetime. I like that. <laughs> you got a <laughs> one o'clock game at home. You like that? Cousins, Cousins slings, baby. I think it's a shootout. I got, I got a good, I got a good stat for you to support that. Kirk Cousins all time against Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> three, three and one. I like so well, I he, dude, that. Yeah. he just he do he battles ever since he's came over to Minnesota. He battles Aaron Rodgers. He plays him yep. well, and like you said, this is a one o'clock kickoff. Let's go. Yeah, I and like. Who knows? It. Rogers, Rogers still might be feeling some effects from from the COVID. I like it. He man. looked a little bit rusty. Minnesota's been looking good, dude. Uh, yeah, uh, they're one of those little. If they make it into the playoffs, I can 
I mean, you can see them upset in some. They got weapons, dude. Dalvin Cook is an elite running back. I love Justin it. Jefferson, dude. The, the weapons in this game, when you've got Devontae Adams on one side of the ball, yeah. um, watch out for this game though. Aaron Jones is out. Yeah. A guy I really like on Green Bay. Another one is yeah. AJ a- 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 Dillon. Mm-hmm. He's a beast at running back. This will be AJ Dillon's first start. But dude, when you got um, guys like Devontae Adams and then Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, this this could be one of the more fun games. So yeah, I look like forward this game, to watching man. that in the one o'clock window. Yeah. So Luds has the Steelers and the Vikings in the upset parlay. Now let's recap the East Feast picks again, Luds. You are going to take the Giants plus points. Correct. Uh, Giants plus 11. I'll go through them. New York Giants plus 11 at Tampa Bay Monday night. Okay. I have Dallas plus 2.5. They're taking the game 31-30. I got Carolina minus 3.5. I got them in a snooze fest 21-17. And I am okay. taking the Philadelphia Eagles minus two, 24-21 at home. Nice. I like those picks, Luds. And, dude, thank you guys so much for doing this, Luds. You always contribute every week, but expanding your role and actually um, stepping up this week, man, with, with George. George is taking care of some personal stuff, guys. I'm, I'm sure he'll be back next week, and I'm sure he misses you all, and we love you all. Deli, stepping up, ch- chiming in with some really good stats. Thank yeah, you, dude, you know, I, I try to do my thing. You know, I'm the, I'm, 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 I'm your average football watcher. I'm not an X's and O's guy. I'm not the, You're the average sports guy, man. I'm and the average like sports you. guy, bro. You know what I mean? And so. you're, the, you're the audio engineer for the night. So I appreciate yeah. y'all, man. I love you guys. I love GVR, and I love everyone who listens to this podcast, and we cannot wait to bring week 12 next week of the NFC East. Beep.